We left off in the previous year with the concept of somebody agrees to a price because he's literally with his back against the wall, either physically or emotionally or financially. So because of that, he agrees to a price he never really meant to agree. The Ktsois objects to the Ritva saying that's not, a, that's not really the price there would be. I know the Ktsois says no. If you paid money already, you wouldn't be able to get it back. The last Taina of the Ktsois that we didn't read, let's read now. Even in a sale, even when you hadn't given money, the Ktois, we previously read, objected, when you paid money already, you can't get it back by saying that you never meant to agree to that. not really the price. Says the Ktois, and even by a sale, where I hadn't paid yet, I bought a uh, medicine, or I bought a pearl, or I bought something that... For me, I was willing to pay more because I'm in a tough spot. Mekach is not demoschis. What do we have before in the Gemara that you could say Meshat and Ibach? I thumb my nose at you. I don't agree to that. That's by a price for a service. When we're talking about service, you could say that, look, I was extorted. I never meant to pay that amount of money for a ride across a river. I had absolutely no intention of agreeing with it. So in that case, fine. So uh, if we could believe me, which is quite believable, that I never meant to pay a dinner for being transported across the river. So we look at what I agreed to, the fact that I agree. We look at that as Dvarim Ba'alma without any any hachlota, without any decision. We look at that as a decision which is null and void. And therefore we're left. The guy gave me a ride. He gave me a ride without a price. There was no price agreed on because I never really agreed with the price that I verbally expressed agreement to. And therefore, I have to pay him for the service. How much is that worth? $10. not worth a dinner. Mashain can buy a sale. By a sale, by definition, if I agree to a price, I'm taking the chayfits. I'm paying you the money. So what, I didn't agree to the price? Fine, then the sale is not a sale. I have to give you back the chayfits. So why did I go through the motion in the first place? Schirus is made up in a verbal sense. And I can tell you that I never meant it. If I actually was kind of, I can't say I agreed to buy that pearl from you, that diamond from you, and I agreed to double the price because. The because are not going to help. If the sale is not a sale, then you're going to have to give back the diamond. So why do you agree to buy it? Elamai, you really did agree to the inflated price. That is a price for you. So then that price is going to stick. But he says the ritva is schwer. This is the choice. The Nesivis, and this is in Simon Reish Samach Dalid, Sivkot Nches, a long Nesivis, which talks about various topics of this type of thing where you make up with somebody a price. It's not really the price. He talks about Shatchan and various types of uh, situations where people have needs and they're extorted on. I mean, the, the classic case uh, that I've heard been involved in is uh, the couple waiting outside their apartment and they're desperate to get to the hospital. She's in, uh, in an advanced stage of labor and a taxi driver passes by and he says he's really off shift. They say, please, we're desperate. And he gives them the ride. He charges them uh, he tells him, I'm going to charge you, he sees the desperate, I'm going to charge you 200 shekel for a 100 shekel taxi, right? They get to the hospital, 
and uh, the husband says, I'm not going to pay 200 shekel. He hands him 100, he walks out screaming, is he right, is he wrong? That type of thing, that's Ktsitzai De'at Chak. So at the end of a long piece in the Sivis, in the paragraph that starts, V'nira, Dezeu Mashakos Varitva V'Kedushin Dav Ches. If that's not really the price, but you're in a bind, your back is against the wall, so that's not called making up a price. Maybe Ryan Baboris, he brings a case from the, where the person had to take the ferry ride for an inflated price, like we said, and over there, that, that's not called he made up a price. So it's as if no price was made up. Service is rendered, you have to pay for it, you don't have to pay up whatever was discussed before because it's Kilo, you didn't discuss it. Venera says in the Sivis, That's only talking about a service provider. Somebody drives you, somebody ferries you, somebody comes and fixes a leak in the middle uh, middle of the day. He knows you're desperate. He's not charging you extra because it's 3 o'clock in the morning and you called him. That is Taka's service that's worth more money. He knows you're desperate. You called him in the middle of the day. He's not even pay- you're not even paying him the price of emergency. He's charging you 50% more because he knows you're going to pay it. EF Sir once the service is provided, you can't take it back. That's Kemoy Mavoyus. That's like the ferry ride. That's called, you could say something, you could really not mean it, and you, it's as if you didn't really say it. Now remember, the Ketos himself pointed out that it's a halochen shulchen aruch, that even if there's a service that you were extorted for and you handed over, you paid the plumber, you paid the taxi driver already. Can you actually get back your money? That's a good question. Because the way we just describe it, the time of Mishatani Bach that I'm, I, I was fooling around with you, I, I, I told you a price, but I really didn't mean it. It's of no consequence, my verbal uh, acquiescence to your price. Um, that's the khar only when it's verbal. If I handed you the money, that itself defines the price. Or maybe not. So Shogun since if you paid, you can't get your money back. So he says this that the Ritva says it, this that the Ritva says that where it's it's even if you did pay already, he actually does hold like the Shita that Shalai Kalocha. They hold that Shita Mikubetz's holds that even if you paid the money. It's as if it was done without contract. If it's done under duress, you made no contract. There's a hundred dollars or two hundred shekel of yours that's now in his hand. You know, you own for a service a hundred shekel, fifty dollars. The money that he's holding on to is holding on to not for the contract. So you could ask him for money back. So we don't pass him that way, obviously. So we're not going to pass him like that. Tesefes uh, the ritva. But the essential message of the Ritva, he says, is true. Ketzitza de'etchak is not a ketzitza. However, what he points out is that that idea of ketzitza, of the betois, lo'yav ketzitza, is only insofar as a service is concerned, not as far as a mekach is concerned. Or at least, let's say it this way, where the mekach is still kind. Remember we pointed out when we read the ketzitza, that what happens if you extorted money by handing somebody who's about to faint a bottle of water for double the price? You handed him, or let's say uh, he's stranded, he forgot to bring along, uh, they have a screaming baby, they forgot to bring along uh, some formula. So you decided to give him the formula for three times more the price. He takes the formula, feeds it to the baby, 
it's gone. But where you have a mekach that's a dying bein, where you have something that's here, you can't hold on to the chavitz and say, well, I'm not going to pay you for it because it's as if I didn't make up. Yes, and then there's no price. This this goes a little bit over the border of I know. I know means there's a mekach, and now we can talk about whether it was right or wrong, fear or not fear. But over here, this was the price that you made up. So you want to be mevatel the mekach, okay? So then the money has to go back. You don't have recourse to get back the money or to to, to keep it for less money. You only have recourse to being mevatel the mekach, okay? Give back the credits. If a mekach is a dain bein vada any yochel litten neshata, neshata doesn't make sense in that context. Vakoch yodom mochel. If you have it, obviously you're accepting it for that price. What's what's your point? He brings a Gemara over here that we're not going to go into. And then he just brings a Bezen Nistalik, a few lines there. Bezen Nistalik, Kushes Aktois, Besimere Eshkov Zain, Mohodim Argolius, Dodim Reutzel In that case where a person is desperate for a matching uh, jewel, a matching diamond, a matching pearl, over there there is a no. He says that what that means is that that's going in a case where the person didn't know. That means you know that this person would pay 50% more. So you charge him 50% more. He doesn't know that it's 50% more of the price. That would not take away the time of I know. But my say you overcharged him. You took advantage of his desperacy. If he knows about it and he agrees to the price, he can't keep it for the lower price, for the real price. You want to be so give back the money. There is no sale. If you want the sale, this is the price that you agreed to. But if you don't know, then uh, you're being taken advantage of. Now, it could be that the reason why you didn't bother checking out the price with other people up and down the block is because you're desperate, you need the match. You need the other pearl. But that doesn't change the fact that there's extortion going on over here. There's a wrong price over there. There would be or not. This is the Nesivis. We're going to take what we learned till now. We're going to go weiter. Again, what we defined Oino as not that there is no deal. There's no mistake going on over here. You're paying the price that you made up. I'm giving the merchandise that I promised to deliver. There's a Xerus HaKosov that where there's a taking advantage going on. So there Chazal stepped in, the Torah stepped in, and the Torah created a safety net called Hilchas Tfiyas no. That being said, since it's a Xerus HaKosov, so Mamel, the Torah divided different markets, different types of uh, transactions, and the Torah gave them separate halachas. There's a halacha over here in Oino that we have in a Mishnah on Daf Nun Vov Omer Aleph in Bav Metzir. And the Mishnah tells us, Elu dvarm she'en lehem Oino, ho'avodim, ha'shtorois v'karkois v'ekdeshes. There are certain categories of mekach u'memkar, things that are transacted on, and they don't have Oino. There's a concept called an Eved. An Eved, if you're not an Eved in the sense of somebody who's working for you, but an Eved in the sense of an actual Eved who's bought and sold like merchandise. I've heard that there are halochas. A person's not merchandise. But there is a Kenyan in this person, Kilo is merchandise. And in that sense, he's the same thing as selling a horse or selling a house. And the halocha is that in a horse, if you overcharge, there is a no. Shtos, Mekach, and so on and so forth. An Eved, not. Shtorois is also an interesting type of Mekach Memkar, where you're selling something that has no inherent value. It's a paper with words. In terms of the paper, Shaboy, it's worth about five cents as a piece of paper, a scrap paper. Maybe you can make a paper airplane out of it. The Gemara uses the example. They didn't have paper airplanes in those days. Lotsur Alpit Sluchisoy. He could use it as a bottle stopper. Not more than that. 
the value of the star is what it represents, is what it identifies, it's what it says. It's its talking power, not it itself. Because of that, it's a different form of Mechomemka. You have a star, which is a, a business agreement where one party is Meshabit himself that he owes the other party $10 million. To the, to the person who needs that star, it's worth millions. Actually, it's not Dovosh Gufay moment the Gemara says. And because of that, it doesn't have, I know, it's a different type of Mechomemka. Karkois is the, the most important one. Karkois means anything that's real estate. Real estate is a different market than movables. And because of that, the Gemara learns it out. The Gemara says, The, the Reka, the background of Hilchus Eino, is in the Pasuk of The Gemara understands that to mean This is something which has value in the hands of Ruvain. It's now transferred and it has value in the hands of Shimon. Karka is not miyad liyad. Karka stays where it is. It's who's identified legally as the owner that gives it value to Reuven or to Shimon. Who has the right to live in it, who has the right to do business with it, to rent it out. But not in terms of the house itself, it's not a dovanik miyad liyad. Yotsu avodim, theoretically you could look at an eved as something movable, but it's not. Hukshule karkois, human beings in the sense that they're sold like merchandise, are not demi to cattle, they're demi to real estate. In the sense, they're not nimkar miyad liyad. A person is not transferred like a horse from Reuven's barn to Shimon's barn. A person has halachos, and the schus shaboy, the bailu shaboy, is transferred to Reuven and Shimon. Not that the gufo eved is the merchandise. It's the shame odoin that's transferred. Avada, whoever has the shame admus, could then physically force him to work. But that's not the essence of bailus of an eved. It's hukish lekarkos. Yotzu shtorois. It itself is not a The value is what they represent, what they say. So these are categories that don't have a no. Interestingly enough, this is not only a klal and a no, it's a klal also. There are basic distinctions between real estate and movables. Zalocha that I could make you a shomer, I could give you my cow, third parak above Metzia, I could give you my cow, the ninth parak above Metzia, I give you my cow and you can take possession that you're responsible for it, we call that a shomer. You could rent it, you could become responsible for it. A house is something I don't transfer to you. I transfer ownership to you. I don't transfer the house to you. Fashtetzach, again, whoever has the ownership could then walk in and live there. But the house is bimkoimoi. So, it's not a dover hanitin, hanimka, hanimsa, miyad, liyad. It does not have the halacha of shemim. Shemim means I take something in mind and I give it to you to watch for me. As a shemir, you can actually watch my house, but you're providing a service. You're an employee of mine. You're a, a guard by a house. You're not taking possession of the house. You're not bringing the house into your rishos. Therefore, there's no halach of shem. That's just uh, the concept uh, elucidated in different forms. This is halach of karkein and exelas. Karka can't be stolen. I could pick you up by the, by the scruff of your neck and I could throw you out the nearest window of your house. I can move and I'm a thief. But the house does not have what we call kinyon exel. It does not retain the name in halachically of stolen property. It's not. The house is not stolen property.
We'll see when we learn the halachas of mekachtos that in mekachtos there is no distinction between or in, uh, between karakim and talitim because by mekachtos it's not a halachic definition that's imposed on a business deal. Mekachtos means there is no business deal. There's a, there's a basic misunderstanding. Two people are talking about two different things, and that there's no absolute no reason why there should be a difference. Any misunderstanding creates a negation of the deal that was made between the two parties. It's as simple as that, but that we'll see, Mr. Um, Hashem, in the next few shows.